Hi, Michael. Hey, Morgan. What a surprise. I know. You, I know you're you're probably sending me a lot of love and condolences. <laughs> For what? Since my relationship with Rick Steves uh, ended. Oh, no. Yeah. The tragic end. It's really, really rough, but... I have no idea what you're referencing. Is there something? It was a previous cold open. No. Was there... Oh, is there a reason why you broke up with him? No, he left me, Michael. He left me. Thanks for oh, rubbing the salt wow. in the wounds. But it's okay, because guess what, Ricky baby? I've moved on. <laughs> okay. Who's your new celeb? Celeb beau? What's that? Oh, it's time to play Who's Your Lover? <laughs> so, Michael, you have to guess who my lover is in this game. Brendan Fraser. And the no. current Brendan Fraser. Oh, boy. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. <laughs> Michael. Yes. My current lover broke into the entertainment business by winning a Steve Martin look-alike contest. Oh, I thought you were going to say broke into something like he was a robber. Um, He looks a lot like Steve Martin. Like, I don't know. Nobody. Next question. (laughs) Uh, He was also um, in a string of television programs. He's well known across the world. Um, uh, but the, the following TV shows number amongst the least of the shows that he's known to be associated okay. with. He was in a Back to the Future, the animated series. He was in it? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, a voice actor, I guess. Yes. Michael J. Fox. Christopher Lloyd. He was in the all-new Mickey Mouse Club from 1989. What's his name? Uh, Ryan Gosling. He also played Bill Waldy in three episodes on the hit show Numbers. David Crumholtz. He's only on three episodes of Numbers. My lover once was in a uh, competition with Ed Bagley Jr. to have the greenest home. Um, I have no idea. My lover was married for seven weeks, and that's the only marriage he's had. And uh, when he broke up with this other person, she decided to break onto his property and destroy his garden with toxic herbicides because that's she she sounds like a winner but that's how she figured she could get back at him Um, i'm not even in the ballpark i have absolutely no idea is this somebody that i would even know yes absolutely johnny depp um christian slater my lover in september of 2012 claimed that creationist views threatened science education and innovation in the united states of america I don't know. My lover, despite being known for being a scientist or a science guy. Oh, is it Neil deGrasse Tyson? <laughs> no, a science guy. <laughs> oh, Bill Nye. William Nye. Doesn't really, <laughs> really have much of a science background. No? He doesn't know anything about science? No, I mean, he, he is a, he is a, Does he have a doctorate? He has a bachelor's of science in like. I could get a bachelor's in science. <laughs> Set the show! Oh, boy. Morgan, you're back. You're back in action. Yes, you're back. It's also... You did the same back show again. last week. Um, it was two weeks three weeks ago it's also super duper hot so this should be fun i know i am it's already getting what are you (laughs) toasty so what are we doing this week i don't remember but we're doing (laughs) friends by four friends Uh, i guess i should do our opening thing 
Hello and welcome to Bad Reception. We didn't do that part. Whether the critics hated it, the oh audiences God. ignored it, or the network pulled the plug, we're here to try to make the best of bad TV. I'm you, one of your hosts. My name is Mike. Do you see what happens when I'm not here? It's like my name is Mike. The whole show just kind of goes to shit. Like and people don't stay on. Co-hosts. It's like if I'm not here, people don't do their fucking jobs. Her so. name's Morgan. Where'd my panties go? What's <laughs> wrong? Are you drunk today? I did have two glasses of wine. Already? <laughs> when? Did Don't you sneak them? It. Don't worry about it. Sneaky wine? Uh, if you've never heard our show before, what we're going to do is watch a canceled TV show that we've never seen and know pretty much nothing about. But first, we're going to give our completely uneducated <laughs> thoughts and predictions. You said butt first. <laughs> <laughs> we're going butt first into this one. Let me tell you. <laughs> Michael, what are we doing? We're going to be watching a show called The Misfits of Science, 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 Science. So it goes well with your Bill Nye the Science Guy. That's why I did it. To, uh... Oh, it all ties together. Yes. You should have said that it had something to do with it. I don't even remember all of the things that you said about Bill Nye now that... Well, the he, biggest one... He won a, a Steve Martin lookalike contest? Yeah, we need to circle back to that, yeah. He yeah, doesn't yeah. look anything like Steve but hold Martin. hold on. We'll have to post this on the Insta. The Insta okay. Um, Graham. On the Grams. Oh, boy. This this is really exciting stuff. Oh, my God. That was here somewhere. Hold on. Let's just do this. Is it super important? It is. Steve Martin. I know what Steve Martin looks like. That's not an issue. But I guess that's what we were working with. Okay. He, he still doesn't look that much like him. A little bit, I guess. But there, there. Yeah, I know what Steve Martin looks like. And there, and there. But Bill Nye has a there. way longer face. He's got a totally different, he's got a totally different face. What are you talking about? Well, who knows? It might have been like... Hey, maybe his personality. Maybe personality factored in. Is he a wild and crazy guy? Yeah, well, there's a whole Reddit thread that I'm not going to get into. Anyway, Michael. Oh, boy, that's getting cut. Friends before friends. Yeah, guess it's what? A we're show going. show of a friend. We're going all the way back to the very first episode that we did of Bad Reception. Mm -hmm. Because we're doing another, the second, we're following up episode one with episode 67, which just makes sense. Uh, we're doing another Courtney Cox show. And I know nothing else about this except for one other thing that I know. Because <laughs> it, it said it, it's the very first line in the Wikipedia article. But you don't know anything about it besides that Courtney Cox is in it. And... Get your rocks with your cocks. That doesn't... That's not a phrase. I thought it was going to turn into something. You ever start a sentence hoping it was going to end up okay and it doesn't? L literally every sentence <laughs> I start ever. <laughs> Hope I hope there's going to be something in there. That was really not. scary. So it also has a uh, actor named Dean Paul Martin, <gasps> whose name then is Dean Martin. Interesting. Uh, Kevin Peter Hall. We got a lot of three namers. We got one more coming up at you. Also, Mark Thomas Miller, but Courtney Cox, no middle name. She doesn't have a Melba. What do we think? Courtney's Melba is what that a name? Yeah. What do we think her middle name is? Courtney Melba Cox really sounds like it <laughs> goes together. Simo! Courtney Laverne Cox. Uh, I mean, could be Courtney Laverne. That's kind of cruel, but... 
All right, so... Wait, now I have to look it up. Can't what just... year? What year, Michael? What year? 1985. Oh, boy. This is older than me. So guess what? The kids from Stranger Things could be watching this on their on the new season of Stranger Things. Hey, guys. Everyone watching season it three? It all ties together. Season no, three, everybody? No spoilers. No spoilers. Morgan. I will spoil one thing. It's 1985, baby. That means we got new <laughs> Coke everywhere. <laughs> yes, Morgan's very excited about all the Coke product placement. It's a... Uh, Do people even know why? <laughs> uh, I think, oh, well, yeah, well, we'll plug it at the end. Oh, okay. Because I can now. <laughs> okay, so it's called Misfits of Science. What is this show about? Morgan Go. It has other people on it besides Courtney Cox. She's fourth build. Two young men come across a science experiment, and she's hot. It's not Courtney she's Cox. The, okay. She, it's not Courtney Cox. She's just a friend. And that science mis- experiment is played <laughs> mistake. <laughs> and the science mistake is played by Claudia Schiffer. You didn't unlikely, you unlikely, didn't her, but she's in it in '85. And, and so it's like these two horny teenage boys, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we got this hot lady that came out of a petri dish," but she teaches them about women respecting and respecting them and then she lectures them on the fact that the era never passed um and that you know women make three quarters of what men make and that we belong outside of the home and in the white house well i don't think that anybody got the message because bits of science this show is 34 years old god that's really old what other things are 34 years old michael i don't know not me because I'm older than that. Michael, what is this show about? All right. I'm going to say that Misfits of Science, I'm going to ignore the fact that I already know a little bit about it. How do you know? Because it's the first line in the Wikipedia article. Stranger Things? No. What? It's going to be a show. It was on ABC. Wait, I think I didn't it, say that. Whoa. Hold. Slow down. It's going to be a show? It's going to be a show. It is it live NBC, action? The National Broadcasting Channel. Oh, it was an embassy? Yeah. So that changes everything. Never was, mind what, what I was thinking. What day of the week was it on? Doesn't say. It, what o- would you have been October, doing? It started in October of 1985. It was on for 16 episodes. The first episode is a double long pilot. Oh, We're not going to watch that. Of course, you oh, longtime listeners know if there's a double episode, we skip it. We guys, always skip guys, it. Do you think so we're going to invest... More than 42 minutes into an episode of television? Do you know what my, my time is worth? A lot of money. So much money. So much money. You guys, I have to pay Morgan $100 million every time she records this podcast. And that's why she's on not that much. Because I can't afford really it. That's really fucking rude. Um, Michael, so what day of the week was it on? I don't know. It doesn't say. I'm trying to think of this would have been a Thursday night slot, maybe. Um... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it was on prime time. I don't know. Okay. So, Michael, what is this show? It aired October 4th, 1985. What were you doing then? Take us there. Okay. Well, I was probably getting super stoked on Halloween, even though I was one and a half. Okay. I don't remember what I was. I think that year I was Mickey Mouse. That could be true. Okay. And yeah, I was just getting ready. I was living in Northern California in the good city of Fremont, California. So... What, what? That's about all I can remember. And by remember, I mean I can't because I was less than two years old. Michael, you're really stalling. What is this show? It's about some, it's about four funky, fresh kids yeah. that are super duper 80s. I can see from the, 
the little picture that they have here on IMDb. By the way, IMDb has a seven point four. Ooh, so that's what only good. What are we even gonna joke about? Nothing, right? It's only seven hundred eighty-six ratings, so it's still not like giving me that much hope. But maybe it'll be fun. It looks ridiculous. <gasps> I think it's going to be like the X-Men, but if it was a knockoff. Yeah, like they're all going to get, it's going to be start, they're they're driving behind a nuclear truck full of toxic waste. Did you read this in the Wikipedia? Okay. And then it's going to crash and explode and it's going to get all over them and they're going to have uh, toxic waste all over them. This is just what people did in the 80s. This is how people became superheroes. And That's how they got their hair that high. How else are you going to get it that big? That's why nobody gets it that big anymore. It's nope. not possible. Not enough. Because we got rid of all that toxic Reagan waste. Because Reagan came in there and cleared all of that good, good toxic There's waste. There's no more toxic waste, right? That's all That's all gone? It's all gone. They are each going to get individual powers. One of them is going to have the power to fly. One of them is going to have the power to die and come back. And one of them is going to have the power to spy anything with his invisibility, uh, not invisibility, uh, x-ray vision. And the other one is going to have the ability to try really hard and never who, give up who has the ability to be like Psy, the korean rapper only him only okay. Psy. okay he's in it no he just is the only one that has the ability to got it they didn't think of that yet is there a robot gonna be in this one i, doubt I it. really want a robot all of a sudden i've got a hankering for a robot uh, if we watch the twilight zone there's certainly plenty of robots that's not what we're watching i'm watching misfits of whatever and i want a robot okay it kind of reminds me of when we did perversions of science because it has two of the same words. Is that the sexy? That's yeah, the sexy robot one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. She's hot. That was a weird show. I forgot we did that. It's hey, like Galen. A softcore sex show with robots. Hey, Galen. Oh, man. We got Anywho. episode sixty nine coming up. By the way, I know I'm planning You're for it. Prepping. Yep, I've got my outfit already picked out. You guys, you guys, are gonna be ready for that. Hopefully, Morgan can even record for that one. Otherwise, it's gonna be we'll me see. and Josh. We'll see. Me and Josh. Well, no, it'll have to be you and Tiffany. If anyone's gonna be on it, it's gotta be Ted. Oh, that'll be too awkward. Oh boy. So, Michael, what else? Let's. What's What's one specific thing you think we're gonna get from this episode? Somebody's gonna get shot in the face with a laser gun. But they're going to be fine because it's going to be the one with the power to try. And they're going to try to make their face come back together. Basically, the one who has the ability to try is just they can do whatever they want as long as they put their mind to it. It's basically like the secret. As long as you think it, it can become real. You just got to put it out there in the ether, guys. Yeah. And on so a really, board? everybody has that superpower. You do. I do. Wow. Yeah. It's the secret. We shouldn't talk about the secret on the that podcast because yeah. people can hear us. And then it's not. <laughs> That's not a secret. <laughs> what Morgan, what's I... one specific thing you're going to get from this episode? I mean, a robot boobs. There's no way. There's it's going to happen. not going to even be a robot. She, they're gonna, the boys are going to look at our... So oh. you think this is going to be weird science is what you're saying? Yeah, that's what it's called. It's not called weird science. Claudia Schiffer is going to walk in. She's going to be in a towel. And the boys are like, ooh, yabos. And then they, there's going to be a close-up of her breastal area. And then they're going to be like, Morgan's making Mar. penis suggestives. No, I'm doing like, remember when Britney Spears did, she hosted SNL. And she was like, in the cold, in her the opening monologue. Ever done. In the opening monologue, she was like, people keep saying that I've had my boobs done. And then her boobs were moving around. Do you remember that? I don't. There are like three people that know what I'm talking about. That's going to be like that. Cool. 
You don't remember that? I don't remember. Uh, Britney's great. She's an American hero. Uh, Let's talk about Britney Spears for a little bit. Um, what else do we do on this show? This oh, is terrible. Baby, baby. Can I just sing that right now? Yeah, we have we have all the rights and properties of it. All right, we're gonna go watch this show. Is that it? Are we done? I think so. Okay, we're gonna watch this. This Cla- is our Claudia Schiffer will definitely be in it with Courtney Cox. Friends of Friends throwback Thursday, right? <laughs> it's Tuesday. We'll be right back. We'll be here for you, chums. That's me, Dr. Billy Hayes, and I'm looking for a few good heroes who know how to have a good time. Excuse me, would you happen to be seeking representation? Like my friend Elvin. Now, he's a brilliant scientist, but boy, can he get down. From seven feet to seven inches, and he can go where no man has gone before. Now, Gloria is really just a sweet kid, but she can do anything she puts her mind to. She's got powers that'll make your head spin. And then there's Johnny B. Now, he used to be a rock and roll star, but now he attracts electricity. Oh, he's got more juice in him than O.J. Simpson. And when he cuts loose, he'll just blow you away. Together, these misfits of science will make an unbeatable team. And with Billy at the wheel, they're out to save the world and have a blast. The Misfits of Science, Fridays this fall. And we're back! Good morning, Bad Reception! Time to wake up and start the day with a fresh old cup of TV coffee. You could do so much better than that. That was really lame. You know what? It's early in the morning, and I'm very, very sleepy because I didn't sleep pretty much at all this weekend. So... Welcome back, everybody. We oh, watched boy. the show yesterday, but it was too loud because of kids by the pool. So we couldn't record the second half of the podcast yesterday. Those darn little children, you little human beings. Yes, Morgan, you want to talk? You would have heard us speaking, and then in the background, a soundtrack of Marco! Marco! And nobody's play, saying polo. They're not doing their goddamn job. They and they were also like singing a family song. Singing was the word I said there. A family song. I don't know what it was. It was weird. It was just in unison, six people singing. Well, maybe we have a little summer, midsummer action outside. Whoa. Spoilers. Not really. Uh, we watched a show. Okay, so we watched, what was it called? <laughs> Misfits of Science. Mischiefs in Science. Boy, howdy, was this amazing. A it was great. Crazy ass show. It was the best. Last week, Morgan wasn't here, but we watched one of the most boring shows we've ever done. Like the kind of show that I dread getting with State of Affairs, some super boring TV show. This is what I dream of getting every time is that this this very special 1980s gooftacular, ridiculous nonsense show do you like shows that have a fake out during the um opening credits got it do you like a self-aware um narrator throughout the entire thing cracking puns and jokes got it do you like shows that just take other shows theme songs and use them liberally for no reason and over and over and over and barely even recognize that they're stealing that stuff got it we got it. we got everything this checks off all the lists do you like somebody who's clearly like kind of doing a, a patrick swayze impersonation patrick swayze yeah the johnny b guy oh i didn't get that i got more like a hey oh, it's johnny b what's up How it felt like going? johnny from uh dirty dancing is what he was doing okay 
So let's, let's talk about Dirty Dancing, let's guys. Not, we talked about it enough on another episode. <laughs> so Michael doesn't like it, but he's wrong. Here are the reasons why he's wrong. One. I'm not. And, okay, so this show was kind of what I was thinking, but also not at all. Like, they are sort of like mutant humans. Yeah, but it's more like Fantastic Four than like X-Men. Okay, how is it more like Fantastic Four, Morgan? Because they have more regular superpowers <laughs> okay. than like being lizard men and... I just wanted to hear you struggle to even know what any of the comic book stuff is. Except name name all of the Fantastic Four. There's only four of them. Rockman, uh-huh. Stretchy Girl, mm. Johnny Blaze, <laughs> and Invisiboy. Mm, you got all the powers right. Okay, well... And that's all I needed to do. <laughs> you didn't pr- ascribe them to the proper characters, but that's fine. Okay, so tell me what all of their powers are. Who are the characters and what are their powers? Okay, we got, we guys just kick it off with the, lady, the reason we're all here. The reason for the season. Um, Courtney Cox is playing. Clocks. Courtney, what was that? Clocks. Clocks? <laughs> Courtney Cox is playing. And she can stop time. Oh, that would be cool if her name was Clocks and that was her power. But neither of That's those things not, is true. Because also be weird that her name would be so similar <laughs> to her real life name. Um, kind of like The Office. Remember how Angela Kin- Kinsey is mm-hmm. Angela Martin and the- Oscar <laughs> yeah. is Oscar. But Kevin is not Kevin. No, His name is Brian. Okay, let's He'd move be on. better. His parents kind of fucked up. He does. He is very much like. Remember that cold open with Kevin mm-hmm. when he brings in chili and <laughs> he dumps it everywhere. I do. I remember so because Courtney it's your favorite Cox. thing in the whole world. <laughs> it's the best gif gif. Courtney Cox, Michael, stop derailing. She's me. got the best power. She is na- known as her name is Gloria, but they call her Glow, which, which is, is pretty, pretty sweet. awesome. And she's got telekinetic powers yeah basically she's just like superpower she's just 11 from stranger things basically but, but it also does a weird crazy thing whenever she uses her telekinesis it's a close-up on her baby blues and then like crazy goes, technicolor and then yeah. like a- it goes from like black and white to like uh inverse black and white mm. to just flashing back and forth it feels very much like a fire starter kind of thing it feels um, like really cheesy 1980 special oh effects yeah this is thing. this is as, as 80s as you can possibly get but they're like a hundred percent on board with it like they're like we know that this is cheesy garbage yeah it's like all on purpose yeah the um the 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 aforementioned mentioned mentioned uh narrator mentioned. is very meta the whole show is it's crazy yeah. the narrator is so weird it took me a while to realize that he wasn't doing a recap because he has he's like the recap narrator guy. Like last week, Brian stole a car and Carl There's no didn't. There's character named Brian or Carl. And nobody stole a car. Instead, he's just like talking to the audience, just telling us what's going on. But he's doing it as if he's a character in the show. Because he is. But, but, but we don't ever see him. He's like Charlie from Charlie's Angels. Okay. He's like their is he boss. Oscar? Because he says uh, when they're in Monte Carlo and, and they're like, gambling. we got we got money from the company. He's like, and they were gambling away my money. You must so, be Oscar. I don't know who Oscar is. Because they kept saying the, the, the instructions are coming from Oscar. Okay. So he's Oscar. I guess. He won an Oscar or he should have. You can't. For this TV Not show. for daytime television, Michael. This was nighttime television. Whatever. Feels kind of soapy. Okay. Um, so the other character. Who are the other yes, characters? I'm getting to it. Hurry up. 
I don't know what his name is, but he's a very, very tall gentleman, but his superpower is he can shrink down. His name is L. I mean, that's like what they call him. I think his name is like Elroy. Elmer. Elmerd. Elmerd. Elmorn. Okay, he can... Um, He's humongous. I checked on uh, Wikipedia. Is he seven feet? He's seven four. What? He's enormous. He's a massive man. I mean, he's not, he's not, he's not bulky. He just is very, very tall. Yeah. Um, yeah. And his superpower is that he can shrink down really, really small. And the gag is that it's such a funny thing that he, his clothes don't change with him. So he has to always make sure that he carries a very, very, very tiny little piece of clothes. Yeah. Pair of clothes so that he can change into him because he's also very shy. And because <laughs> when he drinks and gets bigger, he's naked. Yeah. He's, he, he is kind of a demure man, which is funny from coming from that kind of frame seven four mm-hmm. yeah because it looked like you could stack like he, three courtney cox's on yeah he like double the other actors on screen it's crazy that must have been crazy to try and shoot yeah oh boy okay and the i mean it's guy- usually wide shots with with him and there's not usually like a two shot with him and courtney cox because i don't think that would be possible they no, wouldn't even be in the frame it's a real Reese Witherspoon, Vince Vaughn situation. All right. So we got Four him. Christmases. We got you. We, the previously mentioned Johnny B. Johnny B. Who has. Um, electricity. He's an electricity man. He's. Um, there's gag. I guess he has to like emit electricity or else he gets backed up on it. Right. And it's like he has to go pee pee. Yeah, he's got to go. He got I, I, L, I got I got a discharge, man. I, well, it also felt not even just like pee pee. It felt kind of sexual in nature. Yeah, it does kind of sound the way he says it. Well, no, he's acting like he has to pee, but saying that he's got a discharge feels a little bit more like sexual, I guess. Yeah. Um, um, and then, but so he always he always wears sunglasses, and do you know why? Because he's got electricity eyes. Yeah, because when he gets overcharged, his eyes start to glow. So he has to always wear his cool shades. He also can run really fast. Yeah, if he, it doesn't seem fair that he gets two superpowers. But I think it's just as like incorporated in it. Like he uses the electricity as running energy somehow. Okay. I don't know. I don't know how it works. We but, did, oh, by the way, we didn't watch the first episode. I think we said we weren't going to um, because it was a double episode. So we decided to watch episode number eight. Because for some reason, that's our favorite episode number. This ap- ep- this episode, this it was a little appetizer. This episode was called Fumble at the One. Fumble on the One? Yeah. Uh, Which I guess is a football term. Yeah, it's football. It means you made it all the way to the end zone, except you fumbled the ball right before you got a, a touchdown. Which has to do with this, the story of this episode, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it does. Specifically, they even say it, that term. In they the make a lot of football references throughout this show. And I was like, boring. But the rest of it was very entertaining. So do you know what Johnny B's backstory was? I had to read about this because we didn't watch the first episode. So we don't know any of the characters um, or or how they got their powers. I I usually assume that they're going to have like some like kind of explanatory part where they kind of explain what their powers are in every episode a little bit now they did they did not explain anything in this episode listen you're not supposed to just jump in be johnny midstream here but in these days you were like they usually were like hey you should be able to pick it up at any point what is the cat doing i don't know i don't even know where he is he's destroying something doesn't matter um okay and then we have the fourth person who's he but it's not a person with superpower. I know. Okay. Our main character has no superpowers, but he's the best person in the whole show. He's just a, he's just a lowly scientist working with all these specials. Yeah, it's Billy. 
Billy, and he lives with Elle, which I, that's the show I want. <laughs> um, it's just nonstop gags of Billy trying to get stuff out of cabinets and then having to be like, oh. <laughs> that would be super entertaining. You're right. Um, so he's, yeah, he has no superpowers. It took me the entire episode to figure out that he was just a regular dude. Are you serious? They're pretty blatant about it in the beginning. What, is they, what do they say? I don't know, because he just makes it, he's like saying something about like the specials and stuff. Like he's just a, a lowly dude. Well, I mean, he's not, he's like the leader of the gang. He's like the brains. They keep saying like he's like the smart one. Yeah. Well, knowledge is power, Michael. I know. I so have, maybe he, he does have a superpower. after school specials before. Well, so. so he is a superhero. In our hearts mm-hmm. and minds. And but. in practice. So those, that's our crew. And then I did not realize this. The other guy is, this is the only episode that he's The bionic guy? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize that he was like the guest star because they kind of treat him like, they don't exactly have like an introduction. It feels more like a, like what I was talking about, like where there's kind of like, remember this guy? And then they kind of tell you who he is. But this is the only episode that he's in. He, He is the main character of this episode. So it's weird that he never comes back. But yeah, he's a freaking robot. Morgan was right. Well, I mean, he's not a robot. He has a bionic. We know for sure he has a bionic arm. He's, I mean, he's, he's like the million dollar, six million dollar man. Oh yeah. Cause that's where he has super hearing too, right? He just is like, they, like, like he got killed and they rebuilt him as a robot. Like, oh yeah. Which this was kind of interesting because in the very opening of the show, he's like carrying around, um, a briefcase that contains the nuclear football, football, the nuclear, is that what they call it? Yeah. Is it really called the football? Yeah, it really is. That's weird. It's like a known thing. If you watch movies, they mm. talk about it sometimes because okay. well, it's, so button, it's a funny term. The button. Well, like it's the yeah, it's the president's button that he can push at any time to start nuclear war. Fun times. Anyway, so somebody it is big up, in the 80s. Somebody comes up with a chainsaw, which is pretty badass and chops his arm off, which is also pretty badass. But again, I thought this was the recap. I thought this was like what happened last week. Mm-hmm. No. Because it just gets right into it. Yeah. They don't have... They have 43 minutes and they gotta get the shit going. It was 48 minutes. Oh my Jesus Christ. Anyway, so cool stuff is they... I'm trying to get to it. Um, they f- have this moment where when he chops up... When his arm gets chopped off, obviously you would know you were a bionic man, but because they, they just address head on, like, it would be such a jarring thing for you. He, like, refuses to accept it. Like, yeah. His, this is not a reality that he can accept, which is like... I feel like would be real. That would happen in real life. Like you would have this disassociative, like maybe I don't know. It's 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 an interesting idea that yeah, they he has it like handcuffed to his hand or whatever, right? That's why they chop it off. Mm-hmm. And then like he sees that he's a robot, and he's like, what? And then that's it. And then he goes to the team because he knows the guy from college. So all the team works at like a government lab. With, like, it's a secret government lab. Yeah, I think we normally spend more time there. We just happened to choose an episode that didn't have very much time in there. The one, it seems like uh, Billy is the one who built the bionics for this guy. I think so. Yeah, because that's what it, that's what they were, like, when he was repairing the arm, it seemed like that's what they were talking about. All of this just felt like this was, to me, it just felt like 
this was a character from the show. Like they were like, yeah, you know, Bionic Man. And remember last week when he malfunctioned and now he can't remember that he's a Bionic Man. But none of that happened. This is the only episode he's ever been on. So when we are introduced to Billy and this whole secret lab, there's a pretty incredible sequence where in the foreground we have Billy talking to, I guess, the secret government lab's receptionist because that would be a thing. And they're talking about the lottery. But in the background, we have a woman who's breathing fire (laughs) and it's it's like mid 80s awful graphics and it's so distracting because all you see is this woman like going (sighs) it's extremely (sighs) distracting and it goes on for like two full minutes it's funny but it's it's hilarious because it has like a um like what are those like a like an airplane kind of humor feels like a little bit to me yeah like a goofy over the top yeah yeah, yeah 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 then don't call me shirley so, oh, so the, the, the robot, uh, bionic guy's name is Brick and he calls him Bricker all the time. <laughs> and <he> laugh. Um, <laughs> just a That's funny, funny to you? It's a funny nickname. The Bricker. Uh, and they were, uh, college football stars. And for some reason, he is super mad at Brick for always taking the credit for being like well, the winning football team. Cause he was, seems like he was always in the shadow of, him right this guy is like living in a bubble yeah and has been his entire life it feels like because that's what it's at the also, very beginning billy's like we can't help him because he's just gonna it's gonna go to his head like this is gonna feed his ego we need to bring reality yeah and if he's not part of the crew then i don't understand this part of the plot because they all a, just they all just say like hey we're just gonna lie to him and say like everything that because, he does is great because he doesn't work for the same agency he's a top uh secret agent man Oh, he, like, is above them? Yeah, he's above them. So they're doing it just to suck up to him? No, they're doing it because they're trying to build his confidence again because he used to be, like, a great secret agent, and he's, like, saving... He's, like, fighting... Before he became a bionic man? I mean, I think... And being a bionic man. I think he's, like, the top agent. I understand a lot of the things in the show. (laughs) He's, I think, like, the top secret agent, and they're... Because they are not secret agents, they need to do what they can to help him do his job effectively because he's gonna, you know, save God and country. Okay, so they to do that, they just whenever anything happens, they just say like, "Oh, you did such a good job, buddy." Yeah, we should also say that like the people with the superpowers, it's secret, so they can't. They're not revealing themselves to the Bionic Man, which makes no sense because if anyone's going to understand, wait, that's not true. That is true. No, that is true. No, they do it in front of him. Yeah, but they say like. Oh, no, you did that. I know. They're not. It's not because they're hiding their powers. I think it is. No, it's because they want him to think he did it. I think they're hiding it. I don't think that's. I think that's what they were trying to do. Mm, that's weird. I don't think. Because otherwise he would have been like, oh, Gloria, help me get the roulette wins and stuff like that. No, he says. No, I now I know for sure that they're not hiding it because one of the things is is that when they watch the tape, he's like, "Oh no, you didn't break the tape. I messed it up with my with my oh, yeah, uh, my electricity, my electricity right. powers." Oh, and he's like, "Oh, oh, cool. That does make sense. It wasn't my fault." So see, they weren't hiding it. Hundred percent got moted. Well, then the rest of it doesn't make any <laughs> sense to me. It, they're just they're just covering up anything that he does wrong with saying like it was their fault and anything they do right they're like like he's he is i mean a little bit just going with it 
I mean, subconsciously, because it's ridiculous. Like, he, he's like, oh, man, something, somebody helped save us back there. And then they're like, no, nobody helped. You did it all on your own. And he's like, oh, I guess I did do it on my own. Like, he doesn't think it initially. They have to put it into his head, you know? Yeah, but still. Anyway, so the whole plot is that they have to go to recover. Monte Carlo. They have to recover the football that was chopped off of uh rickers it's it's like a spy show i don't know if it's always like this oh this was another thing i found out uh the guy who created the show wanted just every week to take things from the national Enquirer and make an episode about it okay that's pretty sweet so i i don't know if all the episodes are like this like spy thing and that's why they use oh they use the mission impossible theme song like 10 times Mm -hmm. but they use it just earnestly like like as if it's the theme song to the show can you do that? Can you just use another show's theme song? They did acknowledge. They do. They. He says, like, I'm feeling like Peter Graves over here. Peter Graves is the main guy from Mission Impossible. Anyway, so they help out this guy Boy, in Monte Carlo. Before we get any further, because we already forgot the most important thing in the entire show. We didn't even talk about the theme song. I, I, I hinted at it. You right? did hint at it, but we should talk about it because it's the best part of the show. It was amazing. In fact, we're going to have to post a video of it. Oh, I'll put the song in. You guys have to hear it. But um, you need to see it. The visual is really what sells it. Yeah. Well, the song is super awesome, too. Yeah. But yeah. So it starts off and it's like a TV and it's like this like cheesy like blues guy singing He's like misfits like, of science it's the misfits of science and then there's like somebody like kicking back watching the tv that we can't see we just see their feet and then they just fucking kick the tv well, over because no, they're trying to change it because they don't want to listen to yeah. the dumb jingle yeah, they're so like, they're and then they kick the tv over and then we get the real theme song yeah, which yeah, is the also tv explodes and amazing and then it changes from being a video to being a like super duper 80s graphics and it says misfits of science and then i can't remember how the song goes now It sounds very much like a Cindy Lauper song. I mean, not a specific one, but it could have been a Cindy Lauper song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I'll put the song in. You probably already heard it. I probably did it already. I'm because I'm good at editing. Here's a little bit more. <laughs> one more time. Okay. Morgan, they go to Monte Carlo to get the football. Mm-hmm. When they get there, they meet the mustache man, who is played by Sid Haig, character actor from 1970s and also in Rob Zombie's movies. Uh, oh, when they get there, they, they're like, hey, okay, we rented two cars. One of them is a Ferrari and one of them is a Volkswagen. Well, it's just like it's rubbing salt in the wound to Billy. Like this guy gets everything and he also gets the Ferrari when we're out in monte carlo and i have to get i'm stuck with this vw van but why did they rent those two kinds of like why is it comically opposites why didn't they get two normal cars because they're going to monte carlo and somebody's gotta look cool 
Somebody has to look cool. They have to, he has to look the part. Bricker has to look the part because he's going to have to f- like blend in with these high rollers. So of course he's going to need that. And because they got the VW van, because they have more people, so they need to be economical about that. They spend so much money on it was just funny Ferrari that, rental. That really doesn't ever come into play. We don't even see the Ferrari in the episode, do we? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Because they we get a great sight gag when they both roll up at the same time to this Monte Carlo thing, and Billy jumps out of the van and throws keys to the valet, and he's like, "Keep it where I can see it." <laughs> but it's a fun juxtaposition off of uh, Brooklyn. Yeah, because he has the shitty car. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Um, it's a series of hijinks. Yeah, there's just one thing after another. They have like a Mission Impossible scene where they're supposed to watch the the like the secret agent videotape, but he puts it in backwards, and apparently. You can't do that. up the video. So, and what it does is just remove all the important parts of the information. Yeah, so all you get is like, beware of this guy, but we don't get to see this guy and like... Or they'll show death. a picture of somebody and they'll be like, and whatever you do, don't. And then it'll cut to the next thing and then they'll be like, dead. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we don't know what that means. But then it cuts to the the scientists, like, or not the scientists, uh, the people who are the secret agent people and then all of their part is fine and they hear all of that part so i guess the tape is only broken in selected parts only in the parts that they need yeah and only the parts that are gonna be rife for humor they'll oh and then they also because i was like if they didn't know why didn't they just call but they do call but yeah. they're closed it's because it's a time difference because they're in france yeah and then the, so it's um, only six o'clock in the morning there. their their agency is based in los angeles in uh, case you cared there's just a bunch of different things they do. They have to cheat at roulette so that they can win a bunch of money because he has to go to the High Rollers Club. So Courtney Cox does that. Courtney Cox does everything. They they almost get killed by somebody, run over by somebody, but she makes the car swerve away. Yeah, I believe the term girl power comes from this show and her character. <laughs> she's also supposed to be like, I mean, she probably is, but she's like a teenager. She's supposed to be like their wonder kid sidekick. Yes. What else happens in this show? Eventually, um, the good guys win. Uh, they win by having to do a football thing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is also funny. They they, it, they do the whole climax as if it's like it's being narrated by football commentators. Mm-hmm. They're like, "All right, he's got the football, and he's he's and wide he's open." Actually, has the football at this point, right? I was like, and he's he's looking for the pass, and it's good. And then and then he gets on a helicopter, and they're like, and his team is lifting them up. But it's funny because it was a helicopter lifting him up. Did you have a moment because when he grabbed the football out of that secret room, there's another briefcase in the foreground, and I thought it was going to be like he grabbed the wrong briefcase. Oh, maybe maybe it was originally supposed to be, but they were like, it's too long because there's another briefcase full of diamonds. Yeah, I thought because that was they, they were going to sell it to somebody for a, a shitload. Because of, of course they're terrorists, and these terrorists were very obviously Saudis. Yeah, because that's where we. Is the eighties? That's where we were. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Uh, was there anything else cool that happened? I say watch this. <laughs> that's not how the show works. You should just watch it, guys. Okay, Morgan, uh, is that is that it for the recap? I think we, we so. think we got everything. Yeah, I think. What happens it. at the end? Do they go back and talk? Do they have like a little? Yeah, because the the whole like B plot is Billy's not very good with money, and he lives oh, with L, and, and he's obsessed with gambling. And then they go to freaking Monte Carlo. But it seems like that was just his his obsession of the week. Okay, because he at the very end was like, uh, that 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 chapter of my life's over. 
Yeah, because it starts with him buying a shit ton of lottery tickets, which is also dumb. So he buys all these lottery tickets, and he's like, "Listen, you gotta want doing some sort of like science wizardry." He was like, uh, "Well, you have a one in seventy chance of winning a hundred and ten times, or what? You know, like just like all this like number things." And then the receptionist lady is like, "I won five thousand dollars," and then he just throws them in the trash. I was like, "Is that the major payout? Five grand? That doesn't seem right." Well, I, I think she, I think he just means there's a there's a, a one big winner in in that many tickets, uh, and if she won five thousand dollars, there's not going to be another one in there. But it's like there could be. They're placed randomly. It's not just like if you buy a thousand tickets, there's only for sure one winner in there. There could be a bunch of winners in there. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying he's not he's not so smart with that. Well, he's not a good lottery winner. Well, we already learned that he's not very good, at, and then after we later learned that he's not very good at gambling because he le- loses his hand immediately at yeah. the table. The back, the back around. He doesn't even understand how the game works. No, which would be me in that situation. Yeah, I don't know how that game works. Anyway, that's that's basically the story. Um, Morgan, it's time for our new segment. It's called Spinoff Showcase. Spinoff Showcase. Yeah, Morgan, uh, welcome to Spinoff Showcase. <laughs> if you can choose one character to have a spinoff, what would it be? Who would it be? And what would it be called? Go. I'm gonna go with that receptionist. No, I really I already hinted it. It's two characters. I just want the Billy and L bosom buddies rip off. It just, just them. It's just roommates. It's like all the fun super spy, um, like superpower, whatever's is like secondary, and it's just them being buddies living in this house. But you know, of course, some of the like superpower things come up. Uh, there'll be fun like side gags of like. Billy comes home with with a gal and Elle's like doesn't know what to do and so he has to shrink down super small and like hide somewhere very obvious mm-hmm. and it's it gets a little steamy and Elle's very embarrassed um and like what I said earlier like Billy Elle constantly puts like glasses way too high for Billy to even reach <laughs> so he has to constantly be like Elle that's a joke that would wear thin pretty quick no I don't think so I think that's evergreen baby What's it um, called? Roommates. Better title than that. Come on. Bromates. Okay, that's not much better, but it's something. It's early. We didn't we didn't mention that he does get small in this episode and they hide him in a, one of those fancy food plates. What's that called? Where it has a, a silver cover over it? A serviette? I don't know. I don't know. He hides in there. And it's funny because he's very little. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also... The dad from Alf is on the show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I the, forget what his name is. Max something. And I like that. Uh, I like that you said it was Alf's dad. <laughs> well, I was like, I don't think you understand. Alf. Hey, um, I'm the dad from Alf. That's how he talks. What is your spinoff, Michael? <laughs> it's the dad from Alf, and he has an Alf. Okay. <laughs> it's just called Alf. No, it it's my- just called Alien Lifeform. If I if I'm being honest, what I would actually want to see would just be Courtney Cox's character. Um, one because it's Courtney Cox and she's awesome, and two because she has the best powers. Um, is she in school? Is that her? Gonna yeah, be? but that's just kind of is like the powers of Matthew Starr. So that's kind of boring. We already did that show. I want to see uh, Johnny B's side story because his backstory is I had to read this on Wikipedia is that he is a rock and roll star and he got electrocuted when he was on stage and that's why he has uh, electricity powers. So I just want that show. He's traveling around with his band wearing his sunglasses to cover up his electrical eyeballs. And is he fighting other bands like 
evil it, bands yeah like mm-hmm. it's, it's like, like josie Je- and the pussycats yeah yeah yeah, yeah. or Jim the holograms and and the misfits and all that jazz yeah well the misfits are from um oh it is from yeah Jim, right yes okay. it's not from josie what's the what are the bad guys in josie and the pussycats? i can't remember i can't remember okay um and the name of that show would be shock and roll I just came up with it right now so good perfect. job good job uh morgan oh it's time to say something nice. I didn't even do the thing, but it's fine. Morgan, what's something nice you can say about this show? Um, uh, the meta-ness is a lot of fun. It feels uh, kind of ahead of its time a little bit. Kind of. I mean, yeah, for a TV show, I think so, yeah. Uh, I thought the humor was on point. Um, I laughed out loud several times. It was entertaining. Like, it was, I was expecting with that opening, I don't know, from from top to bottom, it was very entertaining, but but with the the meta-ness, I thought was very good. Yeah, the script is super super solid Mm -hmm. if this you i i think you could take this exact script and make it today and make it a lot better the production holds it down a lot like it's really cheesy 80s tv production but i don't think it does hold it down though kind of adds to it because i feel like it's because it's self-aware enough of being like this is ridiculous okay we'll we'll just have to agree to disagree okay fine i think it i mean it does work for the show but i think you could make this like a legitimately awesome show and not just like it's kind of in the it's not like so bad it's good because it's most of it's intentional but it's it's still cheesy i think you could make it like that was like a genuine like more like something like community you know like where it has those goofy nods but it's still like a really well-written well-performed show Mm -hmm. it's not just cheesy Mm -hmm. i think you could do it like that and it would be awesome uh and also the theme song is great that's my something nice great theme song we, uh, we often judge shows by their theme song. Would you watch another episode? Uh, God, if it wasn't so fucking long, if it wasn't an hour long show, that is my problem with this. It, it's, there's it's a too long. There's a lot of filler. There's a yeah. lot of times where you can tell that they're just like, we have to fill this with something. We the whole sequence of following everyone up to where the helicopter that we have to they have to the rendezvous point. Mm-hmm. We see four cars. No joke. Each go from the road, up the road, up the hill, and then land at the rendezvous spot. And then the next car, up the road. It was like they needed to fill time, and it was ridiculous. Yeah, I think that this, especially because it is kind of like a parody almost, would work better as just a half hour. Yeah, absolutely. So no, Michael, go. Yeah, I would watch another episode, mostly because I was reading the names and descriptions of some of the other episodes, and like the episode right before this is about uh, uh, old folks' home that all get superpowers from eating radioactive hamburgers. What? <laughs> I was like, well, I'm going to have to watch that. What was that called? I don't remember. I can look. No, never mind. Moments passed. Oh, it's too late now. Now, I'm, now I've, I've set it in motion. It's called Steer Crazy. That's, so I, I don't know what, why is it steer? Because the hamburgers. They're made from deer? What is steer? Oh, steer Cow. is cows. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> what, <laughs> what's another name for a deer? A, a buck. A buck. Okay. A fawn. A what dove. do you call it? Venison. Yeah, venison. Okay. 
I was just trying to remember. There's something to do with deer that's different, than not not just deer. Wouldn't be steer. <laughs> it's pretty close. This is, well, thank you for listening to Deer Not Steer Talk. But anyway, it seems like they have some pretty fun ideas. Like, I don't think it's always like in this style of like the Mission Impossible secret agent thing. Mm-mm. I think that was just because of the main character was that guy, Prick. I think. I no- mean, but you're saying main character. The main character is Billy. Well, the whole story is focused around Brick. Yeah, but it felt kind of like a monster of the week thing. Like, we're putting our attention as a group on this guy. Kind of, except, like, he is front and center for the entire episode. Yeah, but we're not rallied behind him. Or if we're rallied behind anybody, we're rallied behind Billy. Yeah, I mean, I guess you're supposed to feel sorry for him because, like, he's he always gets the he's always get the short changed yeah and and brick always gets all the glory yeah and there's nothing uh, but the entire team is focused on making brick look good yeah so everything that happens is always surrounding him that's why i didn't know that he wasn't going to be a main character oh anyway we had totally different also he's not in the opening credits oh well i didn't pay attention to who all none of the other people are famous so i didn't remember who any of them were i also want to just make mention again that billy is the best character that's so weird why do you like billy so much i think he's funny i think he's really he's like the chandler of the show really yeah really everybody else you watch at least one episode and you tell me that i'm right because you'll (laughs) say that i am i liked him Uh, i think that like the breakaway character is johnny b though i mean come on he's so cool he wears shades yeah but we don't get to see enough of him i don't think yeah uh cut the shit morgan what do you got to recommend this week? Guys, I'm obsessed with a show that only has six episodes right now, but the second season is coming back on August 2nd. It is a little program called Dairy Girls. Uh, it's on Netflix. It's about, um, it's centered around these one 16-year-old, but it's 16-year-old and her friends uh, in Northern Ireland during the early 1990s. So it's this really brilliant blend of teen comedy dramedy mixed with being set during the troubles so you get these like really ridiculous i'm a 16 year old here's all my problems and then like the very real world of like constant threats of you know bombs and being shot at and there's the ever-present um military presence um it's a lot of fun it's fast talking and i think very very good so dairy girls watch it sweet um i'm gonna do Two recommendations, because why not? Because you didn't say either of them that we watched this weekend. Both of them are super obvious, and everybody's already seen them, so whatever. Um, we watched Midsummer. It was awesome. I liked it very much. Mm-hmm. Very good. Uh, if you're into horror movies or... Well, you should probably be into horror movies, because there's some pretty graphic stuff. But I would say otherwise. Yeah. Like, it's just like a pretty cool, like, thriller, entertaining, somewhat funny movie, which is kind of surprising coming off of Hereditary. But... Yeah, it was good. And then also Stranger Things. I know literally everybody on the planet's already probably seen it and finished it. Hot take. Stranger Things is fucking great. Guys, it's so good, guys. Get out there and watch it. Watch the Stranger Things. Watch it again. If you already watched it once, go ahead and just... Just watch it again, guys. Turn that bad boy back on. Just watch it again. (laughs) Also, we get paid every time you watch Stranger Things. Also... That would be amazing. We'd be so rich. I'm doing my Bob Ross. Am I doing good? um oh morgan say say hi to tara say tara is a good fan of ours i don't know who tara is (laughs) she got mad that we didn't that we didn't say she was a fan tear bear girl girl tear bear's birthday is coming up on the 28th so everybody wish uh tara on twitter or on instagram (laughs) at tara at tara i can't think of what her handle is right now i think it's uh tara with a t or to a t i don't 
think that's right. Is that right? Yeah. Is it? Oh, boy. Anyway, it's her birthday coming up. So Tara's a fan. Also, um, one of our followers on Twitter, Jimmy, Jimmy Evans, mm-hmm. s- like shouts us out like constantly, like nonstop, like giving us retweets and everything. I, that's super awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimmy, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're always there. Just so thank you. Just giving a little bit of more love to the fans. We have more fans than just two. Yeah. We, we appreciate we everybody. We have four. <laughs> Um, I think that's going to do it for us. Thanks for listening to Bad Reception. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bad Reception Pod. Tweet at us if you have a show you'd like us to watch or just want to say hi. Links to our recommendations and more are available in the episode notes and at badreceptionpod.com. We are proud members of Podfix. The Podfix Network. Follow them at on Twitter at Podfix and go to podfixnetwork.com for a full lineup of shows. Logo is designed by Sean Matthew Leary and special thanks to Ben Hunter for help with social media. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends, tell your mom and dad, tell your gardener, tell your landlord, tell your car butler. What's that called? Chauffeur. Car butler. Uh, just run and tell that. For sure. That's Martin Lawrence. Spray. It's from Hairspray? Right? I don't know. Martin Lawrence has a stand-up called Run, Tell That. Well, tell Martin Lawrence to watch <laughs> to listen to it. Do it. That would be cool. What if Martin Lawrence listened to our episodes? That'd be amazing. Martin! <laughs> All right. I'm Mike. I'm Morgan. And that's the end of the podcast. Bye, from the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com.